y'all beautiful people enjoy life honey you gotta I ain't gonna say you got to I encourage you Lindsay I encourage you to enjoy life you don't get but one you don't get but one life so enjoy you know find some things to smile about something there's something right that each of us can pull from our life from our day to to enjoy life Carla hey girl to enjoy life I'm telling you it's it's just enjoy life you know you you just I mean you just never know I mean oh, you got just it's it's important it's important if you don't want if you don't want to be run down get old for your time get older before your time enjoy life enjoy what you have you push for more but you enjoy what you have and ride with it you get what I'm saying and ride with it enjoy life find something that you can smile about find something that you can always fall back on get you something that you can you know hold in your hand and put it in your little knapsack and then when you're having a a rough time going through a tough place you can pull back in your little knapsack and 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 bring something out of it and you in and there will not be a necessity to have everybody in your life okay when you can figure out how to balance your life how to enjoy your life how to move through your life how to encourage yourself how to motivate you how to inspire you um i i tell you it will eliminate you from having the mindset or the need to have so many people around you or you know if somebody don't call you or speak to you 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 okay you legit good legit good benjamin franklin beautiful people invented the lightning rod and thank god for me he also invented the bifocals now he did some other things but the major things that he invented was the lightning rod and bifocals so today oh my god help us oh today we are going to look at some quotes and talk about them and see how we can apply them to our lives, our lives, and we're going to hit up on some Benjamin Franklin quotes. Now, this first one, y'all, I fell over. I'm talking about fell over on the bed when I read this first one. They say I hit dog a bark. Um, but, <laughs> but this first one, y'all, really blessed my soul. You do not want to miss this. You do not want to pull. We talking about Benjamin Franklin. You don't want to miss this. Benjamin Franklin says some stuff. But this first thing that he said. Bless me. Because I understood it. From the roots. I understood it from the root. Okay. You hear what I'm trying to tell you. 
And I need for everybody to write this one down. Because this is going to be our affirmation for the day. You may not get it when I first say it, but it's going to make sense by the time we get finished with this morning shift today. Are you all ready for the ready? Okay, here it is. The first quote that we're going to look at from Sir Benjamin Franklin is this. He said, love your enemies for they tell you your faults. Whoo! My goodness, gracious of mercy. Oh my God. Do you hear what I'm saying? It says, love your enemies, honey, for they will tell you your faults. Now, I'm not going to go to the Bible yet where the Bible instructs us to love our enemies, right? I ain't even going to touch the Lord's word um, this morning. At, like, at, at, I don't think I will, but honey, it, it may come up. But for now, I want us to look at this and think about this. Love your enemies, for they will tell you your faults. If, if you can't get one, let me tell you, if you can't get one good thing out your enemies but this, you gotta love them for it. You gotta appreciate them for it. It's, it's, it's in your best interest. Oh my God, it's in your best interest to appreciate your enemies for this one very thing. Because you can rest assured that people who are actively opposing you, an enemy, people who are actively coming against you, those people are not inclined to be concerned about your feelings. Those people are not inclined to be concerned about how you think about them. Those people are not, don't care. You hear what I'm trying to tell you? They don't care about how it hurts you, how you don't like it, how it made them, made you look bad in front of your friends, in front of your family, in front of your cousins, in front of your coworkers. That's the thing you gotta at least now, I'm just saying, at minimum, be able to appreciate about your enemies the simple fact that they are going to tell you your faults. So you can't be so quick, or I won't say you can't be because that's negative. Um, it would be beneficial for you to not block all of your enemies because some of them will say to you what your friends won't have the courage to say. What your friends would have the tendency most of the time now. Now you do. I know there are some friends that'll tell you your faults, that'll give you uh, constructive criticism and what have you, honey. But your enemies gonna lay that thing out there to you raw. Maybe they don't lay it out to you. Maybe they lay it out to other people. And and we know, beautiful people, we know now. We got to be honest about this thing here. We know now. Now everything that. People say about you ain't a lie. Now, when we don't see eye to eye with people, when we are at odds with people, it's a little bit uh, more offensive what they say because we are at odds. We in our feelings. We don't. We ain't cool like that, or we don't talk like that. So it's easy to take a. But listen, not everything now. 
Whew, I wish I had two or three people that would believe that would just hear me out. Not everything that they say is a lie or completely off base. So, so, a lot of times, what people say is has some truth to it. But love your enemies is what the man said now. For they will tell you your faults. You you really want to know how, you know, you want to get an, an average or mean or, 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 or good idea about what people really think. Ask, ask somebody that don't fool with you. Because normally they're going to be real with you. I don't like your attitude. Uh, you think you better than everybody else, or you think you more than us. You, you know, you, 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 you got a smart mouth. You're too facetious. You too, too whatever. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, sometimes, you know, I know you go to your, I know you go to your friends and you know, you go to your best friends and your stuff, honey, every now and then. Don't do it when they mad at <laughs> too mad at you because they might cut you too hard but i'm telling you love your enemies they gonna tell you your faults that's that's what that's what and we gotta we you know we're given the command to love um anyway right we're given the command to love love our enemies by the lord you know and say, bless those that curse you and do good to those that hate you, that type of thing. Pray for those that despitefully use you. That's the Bible verse, okay? This, this to me, says a lot of, of how, again, we, we talk about shifting our perspectives, right? If that's what we're going to deem this week, shifting our perspective, get a look at that. When I want to know what my faults are, how can I get the truth, the real truth, so I can be better? If we take, oh my God, if we take some of the things that our naysayers, our haters, our enemies, whatever we classify them as, if we take some of that um, with, with, with good intention and really say, okay, now let me evaluate me. If this person is saying this about me, can is there some truth into this? Are they being just way irrational or is there some truth in this? And how can I take this and use it as something to help me, as something to strengthen me? That's my mindset. If some if somebody that don't like you say it and they they saying it when you ain't done nothing wrong to them anyway, or, you know, just, um, if, if they're saying it, what can I pull from this? And, and that's how we have to look at life, beautiful people. What can I pull from? It don't feel good. God help me here. But what can I pull from it? it? It doesn't sound good, but what can I pull from it? Just like a rebuke or correction. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. But what can I pull from this? It had me in tears sometimes, but what can I pull from this? What can I, what in this is, is truth that I can say, you know what? If, if I be honest with me, God help me. If I be honest with me, this can use some work. If I be honest with me, 
I can pull something from this. And where it was meant for evil, God help me, Jesus, where it was meant for evil, I can use it and work it for my good. Love your enemies because they will, oh my God, tell you your faults. Now, keep in mind now, your enemies ain't trying to be constructive. That They're trying to be destructive. But you put that spin and take what was meant to be destructive, thank you, Karen, what was meant to be destructive and make it constructive for you. You hear what I'm trying to tell you? They meant it to destroy you. God help me here. But you're going to use it as a building block, as a stepping stone, as a piece of iron sharpening your eye. That's how you got to look at it. It was meant to be destructive, but I'm going to flip it because of my perspective and because I choose, my God, I choose what happens in me when somebody says something that leads me, is going to lead me into another Benjamin Franklin quote, but it leads me um, into how I take it, right? It's how you take it. They can mean it for one thing, but it's how I take it that determines whether or not it's going to affect me positively or negatively. God, Jesus. You get what I'm saying? I don't care what their intentions were. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter to me because of how I choose to take it. You, people ain't got to fool with you. They might mean that to hurt you, but you got to take it as, you got to be able to shift your perspective. It's not that you're forcing yourself to believe a lie. It's just the way I choose to interpret things. Okay, if they don't want to be around me, don't want to have anything to do with me, don't want to talk to me, don't want to fool with me, maybe God is saying, I need to rid myself of something that is holding me back or that's, that's, um, that's secretly and covertly tearing me down or holding me down. So it's not how they mean it. Ooh, it's how I take it. Please say it with me as we go through today today, beautiful people. It's not how they mean it. It's how I take it. That's why you that's why you don't get offended with what a lot of other people get offended with or offended by. And the reason for that is because of how you take it, how you interpret it. I know you meant, oh, Lord Hammer, I know you meant to try to destroy the marriage, but how I took it is this is where we need to get closer. I, I know you meant to cause so discord and cause some chaos, but that's not how I'm going to take it because I'm going to take it that I need to make sure I'm more, um, um, Mm. observant and vigilant to my surroundings. It's not how you mean it. Oh my God, it's how I take it. That's why I don't cry about a lot of stuff a lot of people cry about. That's why I don't fall apart about a lot of stuff that other people fall apart. That's why you don't fall and that's why you don't cry and that's why you don't go into a low place uh, when people do things to you because you know it's not how they meant it. It's how I take it because I Ooh, another Benjamin Franklin quote says, while we may not be able to control all that happens to us, we can control what happens inside of us. So 
I can't control what somebody else says. I cannot control what someone else does. But I can control how I take it and what I allow it to do inside of me. I ain't going to give you no credit for having the power and the authority and the dominion and the influence to affect, to negatively affect what goes on in me. You don't have that much power. But the problem has come because we have given people this amount of power and authority and control over our lives. They control what happens to us and they have the power and the influence and the, and, and the authority that we've given to them to control what happens in us. You can say what you want to say, but I don't have to feel like you want me to feel. Ooh, gracious of mercy. You can say what you want to say and do what you want to do, but I get to control the way I feel about that. You don't get to control that. That's all me. Somebody say it with me. That's all me. So you don't have to let everything that's done wrong to you ruin your day or ruin your moment or cause you to not want to do it anymore. You have that power to say, I'm not going to let what you do because it ain't how you mean it, baby. It's how I took it. Oh, you you know, somebody can say something to you. One of your coworkers can say something to you in the midst of a crowd or a boss or whomever in the midst of a crowd. And, and, and they looking at you like, you ain't going to say nothing. You going, you going, you going to take that. You going, what, 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 no, you see, you took it wrong. <gasps> you took it wrong, but I'm in control of what happens inside of me in my emotions. I control those things that they belong to me. I have control over that. My spouse, my husband don't, my children don't, my parents don't, uh, anybody who's ever hurt me, misuse you, abuse you, they don't have any control over your emotions. But what happens is we have been, um, we've had these beliefs and these ideals that have been instilled in us that if we experience this, we're supposed to feel this as a result. But whenever we give someone the control of what happens in us, then they're going to use it for our destruction every single time. It's all me how I feel. That didn't make you feel no type of way, girl. No, child, I just let that thing roll off my back like a water on a duck. No, I did not get offended. No. It didn't make me feel some type of way. No, I don't want to clap back because I'm not in control. I have zero control of what happens to me in terms of what people choose to do or say, honey. But one thing I can tell them, you might control what I do on this job. You might control um, what I can and do. Standard operating procedures and policies can dictate your actions, honey. But you are in control. Hey, that's all me. Oh, my God. That I control what happens in me. That's why I'm not offended when a lot of people have negative things to say about certain classes or certain categories of people, baby. Because I can't control what happens to me. But I can definitely control what happens in me all of the time all of the time you get what i'm trying to tell you that's all you how you feel that's why we can backtrack and go back to love your enemies because they will tell you your faults that's why i can love them because it's how i take it you get what i'm saying it's because 
I have control over what happens inside of me whenever my enemies do tell my faults. Because they may mean it, again, like I ever stated, they may mean it destructively, but I'm going to take it constructively. I'm not going to let them have that much control over me to tell me my faults and then be able to dictate how I feel. No, I love you. Thank you for telling me the truth. Sometimes you got to look back. Help me, Jesus. Sometimes you got to look back at every place, every hard place you've ever stepped foot in, every situation that has broken your heart, has uh, obliterated your trust, every every place that you've been that, that, that caused you to feel some type of way. Whenever you come on the other side of that thing, every now and then you got to turn back around and look at that hard place, that hard trial, the abuse, the sexual abuse, the physical abuse. I'm talking about when you move, you grow and mature. You got to look back at it. every act of betrayal, every setback, and look back and say, I appreciate you. You want to know why? Because how it was meant, that's not how I take it anymore. God help me, Jesus. Because I, I'm telling you, I do it. I do it. This is not something I'm just telling y'all. I do this for real. Sometimes you got to say, I appreciate you. I appreciate it. You got to learn how to love. This is what we're talking about. Learn how to love the place that hurts you. Because it helped you. Because it taught you something. Because you learned something from it. Because you were able to pull something out of it. And, 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 and again, like we said yesterday, you got to eat the meat and throw away the bones. I'm in control of what happens inside of me. Oh, my God. Gracious alive. Oh, oh, good God of mercy. Sometimes when you, again, controlling, controlling how we feel inside, what happens inside of us. Another one. This is it, y'all. I got to go. But this is the last one. And we're going to go home off of Benjamin Franklin. Thank you, Tasha. Going to go home off of Benjamin Franklin. Says, many people die at 25, but they aren't buried until they're 75. Many people die at 25, but they aren't buried until they're 75. I know it's, it's plain and simple. Especially since your, your mind is, 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 is moving. Now you're thinking. You got your juices flowing. Many people die at 25 but aren't buried until 75. A lot of us die when something bad happens to us. A lot of us stop living. That's what it means. We stop living at a hard place in our lives. Or at a place where we can't figure things out. At a place we, we, we stop living when our goals and our dreams don't come to pass when we first attempt them. Goes back to Thomas Edison. He said, I ain't failed. I just figured out 10,000 ways that don't work. I refuse to stop living that far in advance before they bury me. I don't know when I'm going to die. But one thing for sure, ain't nobody going to be able to get up at my funeral or say anything that I stopped living 50 years ago. Stop. No. And if you are that person who stopped living at 25, you got time. You have time to, again, go back to what I said in the beginning, to enjoy life. Don't stop living when things don't go as planned. Don't stop living when people walk out on you, even if it's the love of your life. Grieve Go through that time of, of mourning and sadness, but honey, do not stop living. Do not stop living. You help me, Tasha. That's all I'm saying, baby. You help me today. 
You 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 are the reason why we getting what we getting today. That's a good thing. Don't stop living. Cause you lose the job or don't get the job or, or don't get the promotion or they, they shut you down at the thought of whatever it is that you want to do or, or people won't buy into who you are and what you do. Don't stop living, honey. I'm not dying today. I love James Smith with everything in me. But if, if for whatever reason he chose that he don't want to spend the rest of his life with me like he promised, I'm going to hurt. I'm going to grieve. I ain't going to tell you how long. But I know I will, because we have been together for 27 years. He's the love of my life. But honey, if he packed up or put my stuff in the back trash bag and set it by the back door and told me to get out, I am not going to stop living. Just because you're grieving or just because I'm grieving doesn't mean I've stopped living. Just because I'm hurting doesn't mean that I've stopped living. And you got to say that. I, I may lose what I love. But I refuse, honey, to stop living. I refuse to stop living. Because I've learned, and, and, and hopefully as we go on through these shifts in the passion, I've learned how to live while I'm hurting. I've learned how to live while I'm going through. Live while I've been broken. Get what I'm trying to tell you? Yes, at the back door, front door, whichever one. And that's the mentality, because if we have that mentality, then we're not saying we're so dependent on a person's love that if they don't love us, we ain't going to make it. Them lies. If they stop loving you today, you still going to make it. If they stop wanting to be with you or treating you like with respect, you are going to make it. You will not stop living. And that's what I declare and decree over every one of our lives this morning. And I don't care who walk out. I don't care who turn their back on you. What you don't get. What don't happen. I refuse. And we, I, we will. I will not stop living. And you ain't going to stop living. Just because somebody don't want to live in this world with you. In this life with you. Honey, that's, that's they lost. That's their loss. And I don't stop living when somebody else lose. Woo! Gracious. Gotta keep moving, honey. So we thank Benjamin Franklin today for help driving us. Help driving us through our morning shift today. I pray that I've said something to help shift your day, help shift, help shift your perspective. I appreciate y'all. For ride with your girl right here on the morning shift where shift happens. If you got somebody that needs to hear this message, don't worry. I have the link posted for you in just a few minutes. But I appreciate y'all again, beautiful people, for ride with your girl right here on the morning shift where shift happens. Being officially brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, located 500 East Alden Avenue right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta, Georgia. I love y'all. Until next time, peace. I'm out.